You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are starting a brand new series entitled Renew. You know what? In this church, we always talk about the gospel because the gospel is the power of God that changes us. Kumbaga, ginagawa tayong bagong tao, a renewed person, a new person actually. That's the reason why the gospel, the literal meaning of the gospel is the good news. Because the bad news is when Rewa was giving the communion, because it's a reminder that we are fallen people, that our destiny is supposedly sa impyerno. But if we make Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, that is the time that we are assured to go to heaven. Meron tayong ticket. Now one day, kapag lumabas ka dyan, tapos mabangga ka ng pison, alright, pupunta ka ng langit because of this good news. But the reason why we entitled this Renew, because it talks about us going back to that new person, the tayo. Going back again to the gospel, the one that made us new. Because the gospel is not just a ticket out of hell. It's not just a ticket for us to go to heaven one day. But the gospel is the power of God na hindi lang nagsasave sa atin. But the gospel is the one that not only saves us, but also sustains us while we're living here dito sa mundo. The gospel does not just saves us, but it also sustains us. And with that, in our series right now, in our three-week series, we will be addressing life issues. Not just salvation issue, but life issues na pinagdadaanan natin. Not only na mga tao sa labas, but even Christians. That's the reason why we, we have to go back to the gospel, renew. Because these life issues sometimes hinders us to pursuing what God has called us to do. And hopefully at the end of the day, kapag naintindihan natin itong mga issues na to and, and how to overcome these issues, that we would be inspired to share the gospel to other people. Because these three issues can be a check in ourselves. The question that we could ask is, why am I not sharing the gospel to people? Probably because of these three issues. Next week, we will be talking about oppression. Alright? Ilan dito yung nao-oppress madalas? Okay, wag nyo natas yung kamay nyo. How many of here? In the third week, we will be talking about guilt and shame. Yung laging meron kang feelings of guilt, parang laging kailangan mong bayaran yung, yung mga ginagawa mong kabutihan, or kapag merong kabutihan ginawa sa'yo, parang kailangan mong bumawi, ganon. Di ba meron ka feelings of guilt and shame? That's the reason why I love this series. This, this talk, these things are very practical. Today, we are going to talk about the, that emotion, alright, na pinagdadaanin nating lahat, which is rejection. Ilan dito yung na-reject na? Sige na, amin na, alright? Kumbaga, all of us have experienced rejection. And rejection is not just about receiving a no from a person. Di ba yung ayaw marinig eh? No, ayoko. Ganyan, ayoko sa'yo. But it, there are different forms of no or rejection. Probably one of these things is when you get denied. 
di ba? If you're applying for a visa in the US, probably na-experience mo na to. Nagkaroon ka ng sagot, pero yung sagot sa'yo is denied. Tatak, yun yung tatak ng papel na binilig sa'yo. You are denied to enter the US of A. Or probably when you're applying for a job, you've been denied. Probably another term that we could use when we talk about re- rejection is when you are refused. Diba? For example, kapag New Year, ang daming nag-check-in sa hotel, tapos nandito ka, you're planning, dito tayo family, mag-check-in tayo dito sa hotel para mapanood natin itong fireworks. But then, when you called the hotel, sabi sa'yo ng receptionist, sorry sir, puno na. Diba? November pa lang, nagpapareserve ka, pero puno na. You have been refused. Or probably pupunta ka sa isang restaurant, and gusto mong kumain, gutom ka na, but because puno na, you have been refused. Or probably, some of us have felt being abandoned. Nandun ka lang sa bahay, nag-e-enjoy ka, biglang nagbabrowse ka sa Facebook, biglang nakita mo yung mga kaibigan mo. May picture na kumakain. They were having a good time. Tanong, yung tanong mo, nasan ako dyan? Parang hindi ko ata na-receive yung memo. Or probably here, you're going to go out, pagkatapos sa service, paglabas mo, pagdaan mo ng food court, lahat mo ng friends mo from church, or probably office mates nandun, nagsasaya, kumbaga masaya sila, tapos ikaw magtataka, teka, bakit hindi ako nasabihan ng grupo, ng tropa? Diba? You have been abandoned. Kumbaga, some people nga, one of the things na, na kinakwento sa akin, some of our campus missionaries, is that sometimes in the youth, pag alam nila na merong chat group, tapos yun, wala sila doon sa chat group na yun. Alright? They would feel abandoned as well. Or probably some of us have felt this yung nabasted tayo. Alright? Diba? When you are about to say, uh, will you marry me? Gaya, or pwede ba manligaw? Bigang na-receive mo yung words na no. Okay lang kung no, di ba? Nakakapanood ako minsan sa TV, yung, sa mga NBA, yung nagpo-propose. Sometimes it would work. Wow, nice. Nasa ano pa, yung sa video sa court, di ba? Kitang-kita, nagpo-propose. Gaya. Pero merong iba yung nagpo-propose, biglang sasampalin siya ng babae. Diba? Kala nung lalaki na gusto siya, pero wala, sinampal or tinapunan ng popcorn, busted. Alright? From the smallest things, we could, be, we could feel rejected. Probably you're here, you text someone, and tapos yun, hindi ka nire-reply. Ang tagal naman mag-reply. Rejected. Probably you're chatting, tapos yun, nakita mo, na seen zone ka. Seen, yung message, pero hindi nagre-reply sa'yo. Siguro nasa chat group kayo, nag-message ka. Tapos yun, may tinanong ka, hindi nag-reply. Pero isang, biglang, meron kang isang friend, nag may tinanong, siya ni-reply yan, ikaw hindi, di ba? Sin zone, we get rejected from time to time. Probably you're here, you're, you're uh, a lolo or lola, or a ninong or ninang. For example, di ba, merong mga, mga binyagaya, mga dedication. Tapos yun, you would see yung, yung, yung inaanak mo or yung apo mo nilalaro nung isang ninong or nilalaro nung, nung balae mo. Di ba? Nilalaro ang saya-saya nung apo mo. Ganyan. Tapos yung kukunin mo na, gusto mong ma-enjoy yung apo mo, biglang ayaw, iiyak sa'yo. Di ba? Rejection. We all feel rejection. And not only it's, it's us saying no, but it can be a passive rejection. Na wala man sinasabi yung tao sa'yo, pero yung the fact na wala nga sinasabi, you feel rejected. That husbands and wives, di ba? Kumbaga, you, you know what I'm talking about. 
that even if you are living in the same room, pero hindi kayo nag-uusap, you would feel that rejection. It is experienced by everyone. From toddler to thunder, alright, or matanda, okay? From rich or poor, man or woman, married, alright, you feel rejected, or single, you feel rejected. Matabaka, payat, black or white, native or foreign. Kumbaga, all of us, we experience rejection. Maganda, guapo. Right. We experience rejection. It can be experienced anywhere. From, from just watching a basketball game, tapos yun, natalo yung team mo, di ba? Parang you feel rejected. Niloloko ka pa nung, ano, nung mga kaibigan mo, oh, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland ka kasi, ganyan. So, talo ka. So, you feel rejected, ganyan. Or even party games, mag, mag, the boat is sinking kayo, biglang ikaw, iniwan, kaya minsan ayaw mas sumali mga party games. Diba? In work, we feel rejected from time to time by our boss or by our peers. In school, we feel rejected by our friends, by our teachers. When we have low grades or kung kapag hindi tayo nakasagot, we feel rejected. In our family, we feel rejected. In family reunions, for example, if you're single, diba, tinatanong ka lang naman, oh, kailan ka mag-aasawa? Bakit single ka pa? You would feel that rejection. Miski alam mo, tanong lang yun. Diba? And sometimes, the most hurtful people who, that we can receive rejection from are people who are closest to us, our family. Even us pastors, we feel rejected. Kumbaga na feel namin yung rejection. When we prepare for preachings like this, when we would give out our points or our illustrations, ganyan. Tapos yun, hindi, hindi ka pinakinggan, ganon. Kumbaga, you would feel rejected. Sometimes in preachings, ganyan, in right now, tapos yun, habang nagpipreach ako yung pastor, tapos yun, kayo natutulog, alright? We feel rejected also. There's this term rin that we used before or in the religious sphere, yung tinatawag na intentional offense. The reason why you want to intentionally offend someone is because you want to test kung itong taong to ay totoo. Baka mamaya pa-Christian-Christian lang ang nag-enjoy dito, pero, pero kapag merong nangyaring hindi maganda, biglang bibigay. So sometimes people would intentionally offend someone all right, para matest kung yung character niya matibay. But let me tell you this, me personally, I don't believe that that is not gospel. Why? Because for me, that's tactlessness. That's just an excuse. But also because you don't, have, you don't have to intentionally offend someone already. Kasi nga, all of us will feel rejected. Even if the person's intention are good, minsan sa atin, hindi maganda yung dating, we will feel rejected. And the reason why we are going to talk about this is because pagdating sa rejection, there are results of rejection. Why do we need to talk about this? Because there are results. And one of the results of rejection, if we don't take care about it, kung hindi natin kagad maayos, is first of all, rebellion. When we keep on being rejected and we don't look after our hearts, this is the tendency na pwede nating gawin. Hindi mo ako pinapakinggan, sige, hindi rin ako makikinig sa'yo. Rebellion. Another thing is prideful. We start to become prideful. Uh, another thing is that we start to put fabricated personalities. Probably you're here when you were in high school, you are not the popular person, ganyan. Tapos you're just the quiet person, ganyan. 
But when you got out of high school and you graduated, syempre, di ba, freshman in college, nobody knows me, then you start to put this facade of who you are. Na, na sana ganito ka. Fabricated personalities. Pag sa bahay, ganito ka. Pero pagdating sa church, ganito ka. Iba ka. In house, you are hurting. But when it comes to church with your friends, you are different. Because the rejection that you have received, you start to put fabricated personality. It also breeds envy and jealousy. Bakit kaya siya ganun? Kung baga nilalapitan siya, sana ako rin ganyan. Dapat ganyan rin ako. Dapat ganyan rin yung nakukuha kong attention. Or we start to be doubtful of the intentions of other people. Why? Because you know, when rejected people rejects people. When you are rejected too much and you don't take when we we don't take care about it we start to doubt other people's intentions even if the intention of other people are good isipin natin kapag meron tayong punong-puno na tayo ng rejection ano kaya yung gusto nito siguro may gusto to sa akin di ba we start to be doubtful of the intentions of People. We don't take care of our hearts. When we allow rejection to breed in our hearts, we start to have hard hearts and it is hard for us to be corrected. Sometimes people's intentions to correct us, kailangan to correct is to tell you something para maayos yung isang bagay. But then when people start to correct us so that we can become a better person because of the rejection breeding in our hearts and growing, kumbaga, it, we view it as an offense para sa atin. Na inaatake ako ng taong to. Na kinakalaban ako ng taong to. How many of you have experienced that already? And lastly, if we don't take care of rejection, we will eventually blame God. You know what? It just Sometimes it would just take a single event, single event of rejection para mag-breed or, or, or lumaki yung rejection sa buhay natin. Just a simple event, probably when you were young, nung bata ka, sinabihan ka, ano ka ba? Bobo ka ba? And because of that seed that has been planted, that seed of rejection that has been planted, ikaw ngayon, you start to pursue, nag-aaral ka nga ganyan, but there is hatred in your heart. Ah, bobo pala. Sige, tingnan mo. Kung baga gagalingan ko. Pag ako mag, maging mayaman, maging magaling, tingnan ko kung kanino ka lalapit. Pag lumapit ka sa akin, ibabalik ko sa iyo lahat ng sinabi mo sa akin. It breeds just a single event can turn a person all right, or can, can destroy a person's heart when we don't take care of rejection. The good news is that the gospel does not only saves us for us to go to heaven, but even right now, habang nandito tayo sa mundo, it addresses the issue of rejection as well. For the next three weeks, we're going to talk about three characters in the Bible who had an had encounter with Jesus. And right now, we are going to talk about Jesus and the Samaritan woman. Alright? So as all of us have experienced rejection or probably we are in, in that state right now, we are continuing to experience rejection, I hope and I pray that we would get encouragement from the preaching today. So right now, can I request everyone to stand up? Babasahin natin. John chapter 4. This is a very long story, 
But we will just be reading from verse 5 to 7, then we'll jump to verse 9. Alright? So, basahin natin sabay-sabay. 1, 2, 3. So, he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So, Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to take this opportunity to say thank you that we are here right now to listen and learn from the preaching of your word. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would speak to your people right now. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would anoint my words and that if there's anything that I would miss, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that it is you who's going to minister to the hearts of your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So as we talked about, there's these two characters, of course, Jesus, and the other character that we will be talking about is the Samaritan woman. For us to appreciate this topic of ours, rejection, and how Jesus addressed this, kailangan natin, muna pa, kailangan natin maintindihan sino ba tong Samaritan woman na to. Because this Samaritan woman, if there's a person to be rejected, this Samaritan woman was not only rejected for one reason, but for multiple reasons as well. First is, tignan natin, the Samaritan woman was rejected socially. Yung binasa natin, it said that when Jesus was came to, to that place, it was the sixth hour or it was noontime in verse 6. Ibig sabihin, tanghaling tapat. And this Samaritan woman went there also in that well para mag-give ng tubig ng tanghaling tapat. The reason why she went there at that time is because she does not want to be with other people because people in her place was rejecting her because of one of the reasons na i-identify natin dito. So she is socially rejected. She is rejected by society. Another thing is that she is racially rejected. Here we can see that she is a Samaritan. Hindi siya Hudyo. And Jews, they don't want anything to do with Samaritans. They see Samaritans, uh, if they associate with them, with, with Samaritans, they would, they would feel that they are defiled. Alright? And not only that, because they are Samaritans, iba rin yung paniniwala nila. She is also religiously rejected by society. So yun, she is rejected by society. She was rejected because of her race. She, is, uh, she felt rejection because of, of her religious beliefs. Of course, hindi natin pupuntahan dyan yung explain ko ano yung Samaritans, ganyan. Basta she is rejected because she is different. Another thing is that she is rejected because of her gender. Because during that time, they would look down on women. Or, or hindi naman talagang look down, pero there are certain parameters, parameters lang ang pwedeng gumalaw ang babae in society during that time. And even in verse 27, when these disciples of Jesus saw Jesus talking to this woman, they were asking, why are you talking to that woman? Pinapakita lang yung, yung uh, discrimination and the rejection that this woman can receive. And last is, 
she is rejected because this woman had five husbands. She was living an immoral life. That's the reason why she was rejected by society as well. And this topic, as we talk about rejection, we will not be talking about, ah, dapat yung society, she's, they're not rejecting them. Kailangan yung, yung mga tao, dapat hindi ganon. We're not going to talk about that because we talked about that in previous preachings about prejudice, about partiality, about favoritism. Pero dito, pag-uusapan natin is that we have to put ourselves, yes, may mga tao nagre-reject, ganyan, pero yung question is, if we are in the position of the woman, if we are rejected, dahil tayo lahat na-experience, so how do we respond? Because right now, as, as, as I deliver this message, I also want to make it clear na when I deliver this message that I'm not here to say that, or the reason why I'm preaching here is not because I have got it all made. I'm not saying that I'm great. Even I would experience rejection. But right now, I hope that as we talk about this, that we would see what Jesus is trying to tell us when it comes to the uh, area of rejection. So knowing this, that this woman has been rejected because of multiple reasons, hindi lang isang rason, now we could see paano si Jesus i-approach tong babaeng to. In John 4 verse 3, sabi dito, the Pharisees, found out that this Jesus was preaching and baptizing disciples, ganyan, na mas magaling pa si Jesus kesa kay John the Baptist in baptizing, ganyan, dami. So when the Pharisees was trying to look for him, uh, for Jesus, Jesus departed that place and he left Judea and he went to Galilee. And here it says in verse 4, and he had to pass through Samaria. Again, going back, like I said, Jews, mga Hudyo, they don't want to do anything with Samaritans. Ayaw nila makipag-associate with another Samaritan, with, an, with, Sam, with Samaritans. But just the, the fact na dadaan ka doon sa borders nila, sa, sa syudad nila, kumbaga, the Jews would not do that. Ayaw rin nila yun. That would also be a sign of them being defiled. Pupunta lang sila sa, sa, sa land ng, Sam, ng Samaritans, defiled na yan. Kaya sila, they would always take a different route. Maiwasan lang yung Samaria. But here, Jesus, being a Jew, sabi dito, He had to pass through Samaria. And just amazing, if we're going to look at the Greek word here, or the original meaning of, of this one word, oh, in verse 4, that third word, had, ibig sabihin nito is that, when you say had in the original Greek meaning is that it is what must happen. It is what is absolutely necessary. This usually calls for the crucial need to act. And when I was reading this, I am just amazed in what, in, in, in what Jesus was doing. Because here, Jesus was a Jew, but instead of responding na iwas tayo dito sa Samaria, Dahil mga Samaritans yung mga dyan, huwag tayo duman. Pero here we can see that Jesus had to pass through Samaria. He was very intentional that I need to go there. I must go there. It is crucial that I go to this place. And probably some of us here, we would feel that we have been abandoned by people or by God. But let me tell you this right now, that Jesus is intentionally seeking you out. 
Probably you're here and you're saying, I'm just here because of an accident dahil pinilit lang ako ng magulang ko, pinilit lang ako ng asawa ka. But let me tell you this, it is not an accident that you are here because Jesus is intentionally seeking you. Jesus is saying, I must meet this person today. I must meet you today. He is intentional. Walang aksidente when it comes to Jesus. So here, Jesus had to pass through Samaria. And in verse 5, So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. In verse 6, Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour or 12 noon. So Jesus was here traveling because malayo siyempre destination, wala namang, ano no, wala namang Uber non or Grab to go to from one place to another. So what it, when they were walking, and yun nga, nandun na sila sa town, probably Jesus was, was very tired. And then when he was sitting down the well, in verse 7, it says here, a woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. Parang, wow, grabe to si Jesus. Astig to, ha? Diba? Imagine this with me. Jesus was traveling, and it was already hot, ganyan. Probably he was, he was sitting in the well, just waiting for something to happen, but he has a plan indeed. So when he was there, the, the, the Samaritan woman started to come. She was there, about to draw water. Samaritan woman probably was bowing her head, trying to avoid eye contact with a man, with Jesus. But then Jesus said, out of the blue, when everything was silent, he would say, give me a drink. Woman, give me a drink. Girl, give me a drink. <laughs> so imagine that. Imagine that out of the blue, someone would be talking to you. First of all, of course, Jesus appeared vulnerable asking for water. But Jesus, his intention, the reason why he was asking for a drink, because he wanted to strike a conversation with this woman. There was one time when we were doing grocery, we were in line, ganyan, tapos and there's this foreigner in front of us. Siya yung nauna, tapos yung nagbabayad, waiting for, for all these groceries, ganyan. Tapos yung this foreigner, alam yung makipag-usap lang, titingin, biglang sabi, Hey, how are you doing? Yung ganon. Di ba yung mga foreigner ganon? They're very, ano eh. I don't know the term, pero ganon sila. Kumbaga, miski hindi kanya kakilala, mag-greet ka lang, okay na sa kanila. And for me, parang syempre matatameme ka or sabi yung, uh, I'm good, ganon, ganon lang. Uh, how are you? Ganon. So, di ba? Kumbaga sila, they're very, they're like that. Parang they just wanted to strike a conversation. And Jesus here was trying to strike a conversation with this woman. And this woman who's drawing water in, during that time, again, noontime, hindi po yun yung custom nila para umigib ng tubig. Because it was hot. It wasn't Alaska. It was the desert. They don't want to go outside kapag noontime. If they would draw water, they're going to draw water in the morning. Or siguro pag pababa na yung araw. Basta yung wala ng araw. But here, this woman, you can see that she's drawing water during that time dahil ay niya sumama doon sa ibang mga taong nandun na nagdodraw ng water sa umaga. Why? Because ikaw, itong woman na to, ito yung rejected by society. Ito yung pinagchichismisan. 
Ito yung lagi mo nakikita sa tweet na trending. This is the woman who is ganyan, sinful. Yan. Alright? So, this woman did not want to be with other people. Because if she was there, makarinig na naman siya ng rejection. So, when she was there, nagulat na lang siguro siya na meron isang tao, and this was Jesus, but she would just do what she's supposed to do. Kasi nandun na eh, di ba? Nandito na ako. Tsaka talagang uhaw na siguro ako. Ganyan. So, hopefully, hindi na lang ako kakausapin na ito. When she was about to draw water, this person, Jesus, starts to tell her, give me a drink. And that surprised her. Kaya in verse 9, sabi dito na Samaritan, Woman, how is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me? a woman of Samaria. Kaya siya na-astonish because of the situation that she was in. And Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked Him and He would have given you living water. So Jesus was just saying, Kung kilala mo lang yung nagtatanong sa'yo, alright, na, na, kung kila, or kung alam mo lang, yung purpose ni God. At kilala mo kung, yun, kung sino nagtatanong sa'yo na give me a water. Kumbaga, hihingin mo sa kanya itong living water. Or let's translate it para mas madaling natin maintindihan. Kung alam mo lang yung regalo ni God. And sino tong nagsasabi sa'yo na bigyan mo naman ako ng barya. Kung kilala mo lang to, na nung hihingi sa'yo na bigyan mo ako ng barya is yung pinakamayaman na tao sa buong mundo. Hindi mo sa hindi mo tatanungin na bakit kailangan mo ng barya or bakit ka manghihingi ng barya. Kumbaga, tatanungin mo, ako ang bigyan mo kasi ikaw pinakamayamang tao sa mundo. But obviously the woman did not know Jesus. Kaya Jesus is saying, if you knew the gift of God, you would know who's asking you. If you knew the gift of God, you would know who I am. And if you knew who I am, you would ask for that living water. He moves on. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. You know what? Here, we could see that Jesus is the only one that really can bring satisfaction sa buhay natin. Probably some of us here are drawing our, our satisfaction from different wells, from different places, from different people. Probably we're drawing our satisfaction from, from the phone that we have. If I have this phone, I will be accepted by society. Probably we're drawing our, our satisfaction from the people we're with. If I'm with this group of people, I will be accepted. But Jesus was saying, what I'm offering you is something na hindi na uubos. The problem with us trying to draw our satisfaction from different things is that eventually that satisfaction that we get from other things is only temporary. What Jesus was offering here is a living water that brings eternal life. Ibig sabihin, panghabang buhay yung ino-offer ni Jesus. So, ano yung response ng babae, ng Samaritan woman? She said in verse 15, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will, so that I will not be thirsty 
or have to come here to draw water? At first sight, kung titignan natin, her question probably addressed, probably is connected to what Jesus say about eternal life. But if we're going to look closely, it was not about eternal life, yung iniisip ng babae. The reason why she said, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty and also so that I will not have to come here, dito sa lugar na to. In other words, ang sinasabi ng babae is that, Sir, bigay mo sa akin to para hindi na ako bumalik dito sa well na to. Kasi pag bumalik, ako ulit, pag bumalik ulit ako dito sa well na to, nakakahiya. Baka makita na naman ako ng mga taong nagre-reject sa akin. Baka makita na naman ako ng mga taong nag-abandon sa akin. Baka makita na naman ako ng mga tao na, na nagsasabi na ano tong babaeng to. Pariwara to. Diba? So for the woman, she was asking this living water so that she will not return to this well so that she could avoid the people who are rejecting her. So that she could avoid people. But Jesus wanted to go deeper in addressing what she really needed. To realize that she has a sin and that she needs a Savior. The woman was trying to get something that would satisfy her physical or even emotional needs. But Jesus wanted to address her spiritual need. So when the woman said, Sir, give me water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water, the response of Jesus was, Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. Sige, tawagin mo asawa mo. Punta kayo dito. And then the woman answered, answered him, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband. Kasi, you have had five husbands. And the one you now have is not your husband. live in mo yan. What you have said is true. And you know what? Here, Jesus was exposing, yes, you are asking for this living water so you will not come back here to this well. But now, Jesus was exposing this woman's spiritual need. That there is an issue that needs to be addressed more than you trying to look for satisfaction in yourself. And you know what? As Jesus was saying this, exposing her, na meron siyang limang asawa, here, probably the reason why she was uh, with different men as well is because even from the beginning, she was already trying to fill that void that is empty sa puso niya. She was looking for satisfaction, for acceptance in different places. And like I said earlier, when we are not satisfied, kumbaga lilipat tayo at lilipat. For example, when we are, uh, what's this, uh, one of the reasons why children would do drugs or when they're teenagers, they would uh, magugula tayo, that they would do uh, premarital sex, sasali sa gang. Most of that, alright, if not the major reason, but I'm, think, I'm thinking this is the major reason talaga, is because, or probably, <laughs> that the reason why they, are, they went or done such thing, because they are trying to look for acceptance in those places. Why are they trying to look for acceptance in those places? Probably, most probably, is because they cannot find it in their homes. Probably when they were a children, a child, 
probably when they were just having fun as a child, then there's this parent of theirs, either the mom or the dad, tapos yung nagalit, di ba? Tapos yung sinigawan, ano ka ba, anak? Like I, I, I mentioned this two weeks ago, that my, a neighbor of ours before, when, I, when we were going uh, to our office na, and this neighbor of ours, yung tatay, sabi niya sa mga anak niya, ano ba kayo, ang iingay niyo, hindi niyo ba nakikita yung magulang niyo natutulog, ang tatanga niyo. Diba, imagine that, a child who knows that, that when it comes to love and security, kaila, alam niya na nakukuha niya yun sa pamilya niya, but then a destructive word like that is said to them, that they, they will be thinking, hindi pala totoo that the love and affection and security that I'm supposed to get from my parents, but my parents are saying this, I'm going to get out of this. And that's the reason why they would look for love in different places. They would look for acceptance in different places. The reason why, yung nga, premarital sex, drugs, the reason that they would go to gangs, the reason why sometimes us parents, magugulat na tayo, yung anak natin, meron ng jowa, hindi man lang sinabi sa atin. Di ba? Sana man lang sinabi sa atin. And maybe the reason why they did not tell us in the first place is because in the first place, they don't trust us. Because in the past, there, there was a certain rejection, a seed of rejection that was planted in their hearts. Of course, I know that there are times that we have to discipline our children. Talaga pag mali sila, we have to discipline them. But I also believe that when it comes to discipline, there are ways in how to discipline our children. There are biblical ways to discipline our children. There, are also the, there is also the world's way in how to discipline our children. So yon. So children would look in different places to fill that void in their heart. Just like the Samaritan woman, probably because she had five husbands looking for acceptance and love in different places. When we feel rejected, we will go to people, go to places where we feel satisfied and accepted. Paikot-ikot tayo. The problem is, hanapin natin yung lugar na yun, I'm accepted here right now. But eventually, bigyan may maka-offense sa'yo, you would go to a different place, I'm accepted here right now, na-reject, lipat ka ulit. Kumbaga, very unstable because our, our, ang tinitignan natin yung tao. And probably some of us here came from another church. And the reason, probably you've been church hopping, ganyan, and probably the reason behind that is because you've been rejected in different churches. You, are, you felt rejected in different churches. And now you're here, and now you're there, and now you're here in church in Victory. And you're saying, wow, okay, dito sa Victory, ganyan. But let me promise you this that you will also be rejected in this church. We will not intentionally do that, but you will feel rejected. Probably sometimes when you come here, bakit ganun? Luwag-luwag sa balcony, hindi kami paupuin dyan. Bakit dun pa lang, sa Asher pa lang, na-reject ka na, di ba? Dahil hindi ka pinapuin sa balcony. We will also be rejected in this church because we are people. Hindi good foundation when we look for acceptance and love in people. And why was Jesus dealing the sin issue dito sa babaeng to? It's because when there is sin in our hearts, we will have a hard time to see the love of God para sa atin. Kapag may kasalanan sa puso natin, we would not see how much God loves us. 
that even though lagi tayo nagkakamali, even though we would rebel from Him from time to time or even every day, we would not see His love for us because of our sin. Sin makes us think that it's okay. Okay lang yan. That's normal. You love each other, sige, sleep with each other. Sin would say that it's okay. It's normal. So yun, yung sabi dito, the one you have is not your husband. What you have said is true. Tapos yun, in verse 19, the woman said to him, ah, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Kasi na, nalaman mo yung buhay ko. And he, he goes on, uh, Our fathers worship on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. So here we could see this woman, when she realized that this Jesus is a prophet, that person he's talking to is a prophet, biglang ano, naging religious. Alam niyo yun, sometimes I feel that na I'm going to be in a party, ganyan. Tapos yun, when, I, when they would ask me, ano, what's your job, ganyan. Bigla pag sinabi ko, I'm a pastor, ganyan. So nung simula, nagmumura sila, pero nalaman na pastor na yung kausap, hindi na sila nagmumura. Yung ganon. Diba? When I was a college student, when they found out that I am a Christian, kumbaga, parang, oh, Christian to, ganyan. And this woman, when he found out that Jesus was a prophet, he started to shift into something different. Sabi niya, our fathers worship in this mountain. So nakipag-usap about theology. Have you ever experienced people like that? When they find out or when you're trying to share to them the gospel, biglang sasabihin, ay, alam ko na yan. Di ba ganito yan? Ganyan yan? So this woman was trying to put a spiritual defensive wall. Alright? Siguro boborn again in ako neto. She was starting to talk about ano na, doctrine, ganyan. When someone reaches out to you, sometimes gusto mo makipag-debate. We put the spiritual wall thinking na alam ko na yung sinasabi mo. She was probably expecting Jesus to say, Oo, tama kami, mali kayo. Diba? Ito yung sinabi mo, woman, oo, tama kami, mali kayo. But Jesus answered a different thing. He said in verse 21, Jesus said to her, Woman, the hour is coming. Sinabi mo yan, but the hour is coming. Neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. In verse 23, sabi niya, But the hour is coming and it's now here. Nandito na. When the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. And here, Jesus was already explaining kung anong gagawin ni Lord. But in verse 25, it says here, The woman said to Him, kaka-explain lang, sabi ng woman, I know that Messiah is coming. When He comes, He will tell us all things. Or in other words, He will explain us all things. Di ba, parang kaka-explain nga lang ni Jesus eh. Di ba? Meron sa Instagram, yung gusto ko tong sa Instagram, Instagram stories, na kapag nagpipicture ka, parang nag-zoom siya, tapos may music na, ten den 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 yung ganon, parang thriller, ten den 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 Ngayon, when, when the Samaritan woman was saying, I know that the Messiah is coming, when He comes, He will tell us all things. Tapos yun, eto na yung ten den den moment. In verse 26, Jesus said to her, I who speak to you, am He. Ten, den, den, den. Di ba? Parang, ayaw ko, siguro natameme yung babae doon. Alam yun, and just amazing that it also tells us that sometimes 
Jesus is already speaking to us, but then we miss Him already. Na meron na siyang sinasabi sa atin, but then, hindi natin pinapakinggan or hindi natin iniintindi. But after that, after a few weeks, magkakaroon tayo ng ten-den-den-den moment. Ah, ito pala yung sinasabi mo, Lord, sana ginawa ko dati pa para hindi na ako nahirapan. Di ba? When she realized that the Christ was talking to her, imagine this, of all the people na pwedeng kausapin ni Jesus, Diba? Of all the people that the Savior of the world can talk to, this Savior, this Messiah was talking to her. With all the rejection, the abandonment, the denial she had received from people, probably for the first time, she felt accepted when the Savior of the world was meeting her. The kind of acceptance that we may be looking for from people or other places can only be found from the love of God that is seen through Christ Jesus. So what happened when the woman realized who Jesus is? She responded by leaving her jar and went away into the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? So they went out of the town and were coming to him. The woman started to receive the message because she left yung, yung gamit niya. We could see that she received the message because she left all that she has, yung jar, yung purpose, kung bakit siya nandun, she left it. And also, not only that, but this is the amazing thing. But she was leaving her, she was willing to leave her rejection behind because she had an encounter with God. Diba remember like I said earlier that rejected people reject people. But now she realizes that this person, Messiah, is here. She, she then realized an encounter that now we realize that forgiven people forgives people. She may still have questions sa kanyang isipan, but she was responding in a way, hindi, meron ako mga tanong, pero I, I'm receiving the message and I'm going to tell this to other people. She was so certain of the gospel message that she had received. So what she did is that she was willing to release the fear that she had over people. And not only fear over people to, pero she was willing to go back to the people na nagre-reject sa kanya. How many of us can have that strength to go back to the people who rejects us, to share the love of God to other people? And I believe that is one of the reasons why that she had a very real encounter with Jesus. Because she was rejected with these people, but yet, she was willing to go back to these people to share who Jesus is. She could probably have said, nire-reject niyo ako dati, bahala kayo, ako punta ng heaven, kayo impyerno. But no, because she had a powerful encounter with Christ, she was willing to go back to these people. So we see the Samaritan woman was socially, racially, religiously, gender, and morally rejected. We can see, yung pinag-usapan natin kanina, that that this Samaritan woman was rejected, abandoned, denied, uh, refused, and deserted. But also, this Samaritan woman is of a reflection of every person in this room. It is a reflection of us. Because all of us, 
gets rejected. And this Samaritan woman, ito na yung identity niya, that I am rejected. And probably some of us, we would say that, that I am abandoned, that I am a nobody. But Jesus is confirming when he, she, he showed himself to the Samaritan woman, he showed that, that I am accepting you. We start to realize that as Christians, that we are accepted. That I am accepted. You may be here right now, na reject ka ng boyfriend mo, girlfriend mo, iniwan ka ng asawa mo. But don't give the enemy a foothold saying that you are rejected. Always remember that I am accepted, that you have been accepted by Christ. If ever yung asawa mo, iniwan ka, it's not because of you. It's because of sin. And that's the issue what, what Christ came here for. Gusto niya ayusin yun. Maybe you need to release those feelings of bitterness or anger. Katulad nung release ng Samaritan woman. Siguro yung bitterness and anger niya doon sa mga tao. Probably iniwan ka ng anak mo, matanda ka na. Tapos you feel na you have been abandoned because matanda ka na or you have a grudge with your son. Feeling mo iniwan ka, or probably it's true that you've been abandoned by your father or your parents. Sinabihan ka ng hindi magagandang salita. Probably you're here who wants to take your life. The response of the Samaritan woman is that I may not be accepted by everyone, but I know that I am already accepted by the one. If there's a thing sa amin, that I learned in my house with, with my wife, as husband and wife, for me, if there's only one thing that I, I need to please, it's really my, my wife. Of course, besides God. <laughs> Alright? Besides God, it's my wife. In other words, there are times, alam mo yun, ako when I dress up, gusto ko naka-rubber shoes, ganyan. Gusto ko naka-t-shirt. Or yung damit ko, or I don't know kung sa mga lalaki ganon, yung damit ko, paulit-ulit. I'm very comfortable pag, pag sinusuot ko yung clothes ko na normal. Or yung mga special clothes ko, hindi ko yan madalas ni inaano. Kaya yan, long sleeve, ganito. Kung baga, hindi ko yan susuotin. Isusuot ko lang yan, kaya may party, ganyan. Ganun ko lang, naka-reserve yan. Pero for my wife, she said one time, ano ba yan, paulit-ulit ka ng damit. Or yung gupit mo, hindi maganda. Ganyan. So I would let her, sige na nga, yan, yung gupit ko, paano yung gusto mo? Ah, yung ganito, alright, may picture ng artista. Oh, sige, ganyan. As if magiging ganun yung mukha ko, ba? Pero yung gupit now, ganyan. And I realize that I don't really need to please everyone. But as long as I know that my wife is pleased with me, that's already satisfying para sa akin. At the same time for us, we are trying to please a lot of people. But at the end of the day, there is only one person that we have to know that we have been accepted. And that's Jesus Christ. And of course, the church is here. God has used the church so that tayo, we would experience that kind of love that comes from Christ as well. The reason why I've been pounding every week, every time I would preach about church community, about Victory Group, because you are missing a lot. But of course, at the end of the day, we are just people. We will fail. But the person who will never fail or will never ab abandon you, it's Jesus Christ. Sometimes we would feel na ito si pastor, nakipag-set akong appointment sa kanya, pero bigla niyang kinansel. You would feel rejected, abandoned. Hindi to totoong true story. Nag-illustrate lang ako. Probably, asawa ko buntis. And she needs me right now. 
So probably that's the reason why I need to cancel this appointment because my first priority is my wife. It's not that I, I hate you or I reject you, but because I know my priorities. We could reschedule it, ganyan, but that doesn't mean that I reject you. And I hope tayo, when we experience rejection or people hindi tayo napansin, ganyan, I hope that we will not take it personally. Well, depende siguro sa tao, unless talagang ino-offend ganyan. But most of the time, minsan hindi naman personal eh. Sometimes, life happens. But then, of course, there are people who intentionally probably would hurt us. But even if that would happen, we would know that Christ, you are here. That you have accepted me. That's the reason why our main point for today is Christ came for me because He has accepted me. When we realize that Christ came here on earth to die on the cross for us, then we would realize that God, kung namatay ka sa cross para sa akin, hindi ka lang namatay sa cross para kay pastor eh. Hindi ka lang namatay sa cross para sa victory group leader ko. Pero you died for me as well. So if you died for me, that, doesn't, that, that means that you have accepted me. That means that you love me. Because that's the fact. When Christ was on the cross, He was thinking about you and me. But here we could see the amazing thing, what happened. Many Samaritans from that town believe in Him because the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay. Stay ka muna, Jesus. And he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. Not of the Samaritan woman's word, pero ang nagbago sa kanila is yung word ng Panginoon. Parang tayo, kumbaga tayo, the only thing that we can do is really invite or tell. Pero ang magbabago sa ating mga kaibigan is really God speaking to them. And in verse 42, they said to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. From someone being rejected by society, this woman became the first woman evangelist to talk about Jesus and his whole town got saved. What an amazing story. What an amazing story, not only for that woman, but what an amazing opportunity for us as well in what God can do sa buhay natin. That no matter who you are, it doesn't matter what your past is, it doesn't matter where you came from, but what matters is knowing that Christ has accepted you, that you are accepted in Christ Jesus. And that's the reason why Christ came here on earth, to bring acceptance to those who are rejected. Even Christ Himself experienced Rejection In John 1, verse 10 to 12, it says here, He was in the world, and the world was made through Him. Ginawa yung mundo through Jesus Christ. When the world was being created, when the stars and the moon, when the sun and the sky, when the birds of the air, when the, the fish of the sea, everything was created, Jesus was there. Yet the world did not know Him. He came to His own. Pumunta siya dito sa mundo. But his people did not receive him. Imagine that, the God of the universe coming down here on earth. But yet, we have rejected him. Probably it happened 2,000 years ago. But even right now, if we're going to reflect in our life, diba, we see that we would reject Jesus from time to time with what we do, with our lifestyle. We do things that does not bring honor and glory to God. We reject him. But here's the good news in verse 12. But to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, 
He gave the right to become children of God. That's the gospel. That whoever would believe in Him, God would accept Him. In Scripture, it says that we are enemies of God. But when we made Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have been accepted in His kingdom and He's calling us children of God. Another amazing thing about this story as I'm about to close, when, when the woman had an encounter with Jesus, she addressed Jesus first and foremost as Sir. Sir, why are you talking to me? Sir. And eventually, when Jesus was talking, uh, telling her who she is, she started to realize that she's, he, he's not just a sir, but this person is a prophet. You're a prophet. But then when Jesus gave that tan-dan-dan-dan moment, she started to realize that this Jesus, this Jesus is not just a sir, he is not just a prophet, but he is the savior of the world. Imagine that, the savior of the world, intentionally going to your place so that you can have an encounter with him. Christ came here on earth for us because he has accepted us. The question is, have you accepted him? Christ is ready to accept you, but have you accepted him? to become your Savior, your Lord. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you for the preaching of your word. Thank you about this topic of rejection. Thank you that this is indeed a real-life story para sa aming lahat, Panginoon, that all of us experience rejection. Probably right now, hindi namin nararamdaman yon, But it is inevitable, and we know that it will indeed happen. Probably bukas, probably sa isang araw, Lord God. But thank you that in all these things, Lord God, that there is indeed one cure, and it is us knowing that we have been accepted by you. Lord, even right now, we recognize as well that for some of us, understanding that we are not rejected is a journey. And I pray, Lord God, that you would journey with them I pray that you would give them the grace that they will not quit until that time that they would realize how much you love them. In Jesus' name we pray. Right now, I just need, I just, I'm going to pray for some people. If you are here right now and probably you're experiencing rejection or probably the right term is depression, all right? Uh, you experience depression constantly probably for different reasons, probably you want to commit suicide already because of these depressions. And it's easy to say that Jesus is the, Jesus is the way. And indeed, it is true that it's only through Christ who would give us healing, who would give us completeness. But I also realize that sometimes it would take a journey. Probably for me, automatic, na I know that I have been accepted. Probably for you, it's going to be a journey. Probably for one, this one is, is, is a journey, pero sa'yo naman. Kumbaga, a different issue, automatic sa'yo. Siguro pride, wala sa'yo, di ba? It's, we have different journeys. But if you are here and you are going through depression, this is going to be a journey for you. I just want to, you to acknowledge it in your heart that you are going through, through this thing. Wag kamay mo, but acknowledge it in your heart right now. And right now, I'm going to pray for you. Lord, you know these people, Lord God, who are acknowledging that they are going through depression, Lord God. This could vary from young to old, rich or poor. 
But thank you, Lord God, that you are a God who does not give up on us. That even if these people going through depression, sometimes they want to quit, sometimes they want to give up, thank you that we have a God who does not quit on us. And I pray that you would give them, Lord God, the strength, the grace, the courage, the boldness to step up and, and go and journey with you, Lord God. And we are excited, Lord God, to hear good reports of the victory that you will give them one day. Because you, if you, God, if you are able to raise Lazarus from the dead, how much more can you give us the power to overcome this depression, Lord God? Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.